and welcome to Holocron Entries, ExplosionNetwork.com, Star Wars Podcast. Today we're talking about Star Wars Visions again, part two. We're going to be breaking down the final five, the back end of the episodes. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one, we covered the first four episodes in that. That is the Jewel, Tatooine Rhapsody, the Twins, the Village Bride. Today we're talking about the Ninth Jedi, T.O.B. One, the Elder, Lopin Oko, and... Uh, Aki- Akiri? Akiri. Akiri. Uh, my name's on Blight and joining me, Ashley Helbley. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here to talk about a bunch of Mary Sue's. Wow. <laughs> Calm down, Max Landis. Also here, Kieran Marchant. <laughs> what was that? Well, like through like a whole bunch of these episodes and the start of every episode, it's oh, like, the, the, start, the, the lightsaber, it's the lightsaber sound. is like, yeah. man, the, the theme of this, ep- of this show was like, okay, guys lightsaber sound do what you can around that gotta be honest though lightsaber sounds are one of the most known and cool sounds in the the history of anything everybody wants a lightsaber it's true everybody wants a lightsaber everybody gets a lightsaber it's true star wars visions season one i know weirdly (laughs) this comes up as season zero or some weird shit on the truck by the way it's really on um all right let's get into it so uh last week we kind of just kicked it off and introduced this order of going from least favorite to to favoritist let's continue that because why not we're doing they're both the same so let's go view ash what was out of these five your least favorite amongst them my least favorite and Mm -hmm. again like we just discussed last episode they're still good uh but my least favorite was toby uh the story of a droid jedi apparently yeah. no 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 you mean the story about astro boy the jedi yeah it was pretty much astro boy slash mega man slash any robot child movie you know um yeah i mean it, it kind of just treaded stories we've seen before you know and then he picks up a lightsaber at the end and fights off the big bad who killed everybody i feel like you could say that for like a good portion of these episodes i mean it's true like is is kind of the the running theme of of this uh, section of Star Wars Visions. But yeah, so I, I, I think the, the art style in this one was like the most cartoony, like even more than like uh, Tatooine Rhapsody. Um, mm. And yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't love this one. Uh, so science uh, science salary does the is the animation studio behind this. We'll actually be coming back to them because they also did uh, Akiri. Is it Akiri? Akakiri. There's an extra A in there. Yeah. Um, They did both those. But they've also done Devilman Crybaby. Which is massive. Which is definitely not like this. Another thing that I recognize the name of was uh, Space Dandy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm. There might be other stuff in here that I just don't know is popular, but that's what stood out to me looking at their Wikipedia. Um, and this doesn't look like any of those series. Oh, well, I guess it's just more Space Dandy, maybe, I guess. But um, definitely very, very Astro Bot. Uh, yeah, this was also my least favorite. <laughs> so <laughs> we're, we're, we're tick for tick so, so far. Uh, it was just, I, I didn't, actually, I would say I don't like this one full stop. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't put this in the category of, well, you know, like it's the least favorite of the nine that were all good because it was Star Wars or whatever. Um, I didn't really like this at all. I just felt like it was just very sort of like, all right, let's like sort of fit a bloody 
Astrobot story into Star Wars somehow, and the fact that it ultimately leads to to him picking up a lightsaber and just having a battle, and I'm like, oh, it was just it didn't really do. It wasn't really a, like, a, why an is interesting he take. Just yeah, I don't know. it wasn't interesting in my opinion. The animation like, was what? there was no explanation for the science project that she's working on. <laughs> like, yeah, all the hard hitting questions. Let me see. Not, and not, the, the, yeah. I mean, the most interesting question maybe would be, can a droid feel the force? Well, and it's kind of never discussed. It's just he's I think okay te- with the lightsaber. Technically, I would have to say yes because they drill it into you that the force does run through everything all living beings so i guess the question is are droids living beings are droids living beings do do what do sheep dream of and the other thing i guess um we (laughs) didn't go too far into was what like how how like is toby different from your average droid is there something Mm. that the the jedi master had done to make toby more in tune with the force building with a kyber crystal like he p- gets a lightsaber and then he suddenly turns into a real boy. Wow, it's Pinocchio. Yeah. Um, where's, where's, where's this rank for you, Kieran? Um, I think it's about the same. I, I would still put this slightly above the twins, just because I really like the art style for this one. I think, um, for me, I think out of all of them, this is the hashtag cuties episode of the uh, of the show for general kind of art style, in my opinion. Um. And look, there was something a little bit hype about the end fight scene. That was just very... Like, it was Astro Boy through and through. Like, it really was. Just, like, you were sitting there, I was watching, I was like, man, this is just... Especially the end where, like, the, his little companion robot turned into a little jetpack for him. I was like, damn, this is... This kind of goes back to not just Astro Boy from my childhood, but even, like, Power Rangers to some extent, where you have, like, an item transforming into, like, a piece of armor or something to power him up. So it had a bit of a softer spot for me, but I do agree. It was probably one of the weaker ones, and I think it was in the string of episodes that felt like they were kind of treading on each other's toes a lot of the time that I felt like this was, yeah, it just kind of brought this down even further for me. What was your least favorite then of the five? Uh, my least favorite is still the twins. I think Okay, so this was your least favorite so of out of these five. Set. Yeah. Out of these five, this is my least favorite. My apologies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your second least favorite then? Uh, the Elder. Out of these five. The Elder. Oh, is damn. My, is my uh, next least favorite. And maybe this is because of its positioning within the series for itself. Um, and I think this was the most... I don't want to say... It was almost the most normal Star Wars story out of all of them, really, in terms of, you know, following a... Jedi and its Padawan landing on a mysterious uh, planet, having to track down what's going on, seeing a spaceship that's clearly a Sith spaceship, and the Padawan gets owned by the Sith Lord, the Sith, the Jedi Master comes and beats the the Sith Lord or the, the person who's from the Sith. Um, I think I probably would have liked this much better if they had followed through and actually killed off, uh, was it Dan? It's Daniel, I think it is. I don't know. Um, I, I, something like that. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, this just, yeah, no, this just felt too, too normal Star Wars for me, which maybe is probably, might be a good thing in terms of this, but, um, just didn't, didn't hit right with me, um, going forward. Um, I really like this one. This one's, like, one of my, I, 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 your criticisms are fine if they were turn-offs for you, but 
I guess they were positives for me because I just enjoyed the straight up sort of very simple story. I like the animation. I like the art style. I like the, the the design and look of the the elder. I feel like this could actually just be one of those stories that isn't too crazy, and you could actually just sort of flick the canonical switch onto this one, and it would it would, <laughs> it would fit in fine without mm. anything crazy going on. There's no really over the top force powers or you know lightsaber stuff happening here. It's all um, really cool. I love the the fact that what was it? Whatever the the Jedi Master's name is. I love the part where he takes the the old man's his secondary lightsaber and like cuts it in half in front of his face. Um, that, was, that was really good. And then you get the classic sort of old man angry anime face that follows up from the Sith Lord after that, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I quite enjoyed this. I mean, it is a very simple sort of straightforward. As you said, they land, they, there's, there's a Sith, they have a battle or whatever else, um, which maybe I'd get sick of after a while. But I guess done well out of these nine episodes worked for me i enjoyed it what do you think ash yeah it's a uh, middle of the pack for me out of this batch uh number three so yeah i i liked it as well you know i think you know it's uh, it's quite again like a simple story but like i thought the the fight was worth the wait and then it's like this is a person who's like been fully enveloped by the dark side like uh and it's purely there to kill jedi i guess or like wanting to kill and that kind of stuff um like aaron said i think it would have been improved if they had have killed dan i I think but you know it's fine and they i agree they should have killed him yeah i think it could have been cut like a little bit you know like i what was the thing with the ship was that his ship or that was his ship yeah that was his ship that he had landed on um Mm. that wherever so but it to me, it sounds like this is set after Old Republic times. It's like during the sort of great years of the... It's set during the great period of the Jedi, so somewhere there. Se- on Wikipedia, it says centuries after the death of Darth Bane. Yeah. So this could, be, this could be like High Republic times even, right? Like this yeah, is- it could, anywhere amongst like their... Like Old Republic and the, original, uh, the tr- uh, prequels, sorry... Um, anyway, in between there, it seems like this is where it's set because you've got two Jedi who are like, man, Sith. Like, it's a myth. Like, they shouldn't be around. And the fact that the Padawan's like, are you a Sith? Like, because he's never met one or whatever. Like, he's very much only heard about them. And then he's like, well, I'm not actually a Sith anymore. I'm just a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> I will say it was uh, odd hearing David Harbour's voice coming out of that character, though. Out of uh, Tajin. It worked, yeah, though. I think- no, I don't know. I well, like I, it. I can't. I mean, it's fine. Cause... I think yeah. Japan. Um, I don't know. It's just a very Asian-looking character. I would think it would have been better if they had used one of the Asian actors here, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. Um, who's the other cast in this? Um, James Hong yeah. was the elder, and yeah. then Jordan Fisher was Dan. I guess they at least had a. Asian person play the elder. <laughs> that was a yeah. <laughs> maybe wouldn't have got away with that one. <laughs> That's true. Um, my l- second least favorite uh, is the one I can't pronounce. Akakiri. Akakiri. Um, I feel like I would have liked this any other day of the week or something like that, and I feel like maybe a lot of the reasons I sort of didn't 
like it that much is because it is the last episode. And I was like, it has mm. a very much deflating, oh, is that all? Like, sort of feeling to it. And also, the ending isn't super happy, which, or like really definitive even, which is fine. But to a degree, since it's the last one, I would have preferred something that was actually sort of enclosed. Like, if you'd put the Elder last in the series, I feel like that would have worked better because at least it's a closed... Ends on a positive note, like... Yeah, it closes the story. um, Him telling him you need to be kind or whatever and, like... Yeah, yeah. Talking about the hope. Or, like, yeah, one of the other episodes that we have towards the end of this, if that had been last, I think. I agree. I think, again... I think placement in this series is like, sure, you can watch them in any order, but the order in which they're laid out, I think there could have been that's like yeah, some but that's like that's like saying, <laughs> but it's a legit complaint people have when they review like music albums to say that yeah, the order of songs yeah. is wrong, so that's a criticism or whatever. And I don't think it's any yeah. different when you're talking about no, this sort no. of show. So no, because yeah, this this run ends on two episodes with downer endings. It's like really. Yeah, it was re- it was really weird, and the it, all in all, this episode just felt like a lot of setup, um, and then there's no like actual ending, and I didn't really gravitate to any of the characters. I guess the art style was cool. It really felt like the first episode of something else, which some of the other ones in here do too, but this one's the last episode of the show, so that's yeah. why I was kind of like, mm. yeah. So this is my my second least favorite. What were your thoughts on on it, Kieran? Uh, this is actually my favorite one of this batch. Oh, um, day. Like, like this was actually. Um, I thought this had the most potential to be turned into more of a story. I feel like the only negative was just the fact that it had to be fit into a twenty-minute episode, um, rather than kind of being used for a larger series. Like, if you were to ask me, okay, which two episodes or whatever, however many episodes you want to be converted into actual things. This would be one episode, and then uh, the jewel from the first episode would be the same. I really enjoyed the ending, and I really liked the ending. Um, it's I like cool ending. I don't have an issue with this. Yeah, no, I really everything leading up to. I just think that I guess my hopes and my preconceptions about this series as a whole going into this was just, hey, go do whatever you want with Star Wars and do stuff that's off the wall and different. And and just do something that write your own stories with it, and I think for me the ending of this one did a really good job of that in many ways. Um, even though we have seen, of course, a number of Jedi throughout the year change, I think when you put it in context of the rest of this series, I think it did the best job of doing something a bit different with the same kind of thing. And I think with Ashley saying, you know, placements everything, I feel like maybe the last four of these episodes could have just been reshuffled further into the the nine episodes and just to space it out and be a little bit and it's because i feel like all four of the last episodes kind of had very similar themes and base stories to them um in terms of kind of just a general kind of quote-unquote mental character and then having a padawan or having somebody that is a mary sue um (laughs) and and i think you know i was just as an overall not gripe, but overall thing that I was ambition that I was hoping for with this series is that they weren't going to contain themselves to all Jedi stories or Jedi related stories. And I think they ended up, I think everyone is Jedi related in one way or another. 
I don't mind like say Tatooine Rhapsody where it's kind of the Jedi story is kind of underlying in it all whereas every one of these episodes is just all centered on the Jedi and kind of around that I wish one or two of the episodes had just gone a little bit different Let's do something done... about some bounty hunters or yeah bounty hunters or yeah. do something yeah just do something I mean it makes different. it makes sense because obviously Jedi are very based on Japanese yes. samurai so yes they are that would they be are. the thing they would lean most to but yeah yeah that's yeah, fine. this was my second favorite of the batch. So, uh, second bottom for, for the batch. Um, yeah, I think the the art style was like hard to like, especially to start off with. Like that opening fight is like quite ugly in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think it gets more interesting as the episode goes along and is better defined, I guess. Um, and I like the ending. It's like a real cool down ending. Like, you think for a second, oh, is he going to double cross the Sister Lord, maybe? But no. He's just going to stay true with his word, knowing that he's safe to go to the lovers or whatever. So, yeah. I just, I but just, yeah, I think, again, placement was the major factor against this one. Yeah. Um, all right, so we've got three left. So let's actually just switch directions and go... We've got two left, right? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, we've got yeah, two, two left. Two, sorry. Yep. Yeah, two, two. Yep. Uh, two, two left, so let's just go this way. Um, Ash, what was your favourite of the five? My favourite was the ninth Jedi. Um, I thought it was, like, a really cool, like, setup. A lot of interesting visuals. Um, like, kind of focusing on... Partially focusing on, like, a cool... Like, on someone who actually makes lightsabers. It's like, that's an element of Star Wars we haven't really seen any of before um and then you know you get this cool action chase sequence uh you get this old dodgy robot that you know going super slow as she's trying to get to this other planet you know and there's double crosses and there's like sick reveals and like all this other stuff i thought i thought it was the most complete story out of this batch uh this is my favorite as well i feel this to me is the one for everything as kiram was saying about like expanding upon turning into like a full one series whatever Mm. this is my pick for what i would like to see the most and this is the uh, one i wish they'd ended on i think yeah well to it to a degree my my thing with this one is also that like i like this so much like i like the characters i like the general pitch i really like the main character i like the design everything like that but if i were like this is not where i'm like do another episode this feels like the first i'm like no 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 like this was like the pitch so let's go back and let's like spend a bit more time because like the bad the one negative i have with this is at times it feels a bit rushed like especially towards the end it's like not like not that it ruins it for me but i'm like cool 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 you get a cool sort of hero shot then they're off the side well like i'm like if you want to turn this into a series but like the events of this 20 minutes or whatever Let's like make this the first like two three episodes. You know I what I mean? Like I like let's spend more time with the characters. Let's like have a little bit there. Let's introduce some other elements. But like everything that's here to me is the number one thing where I'm like, I want to see this. I want to see these characters back. I I really like the the general premise. Of this I love the bait and switch. The moment where they light up those sabers and they're all fucking red. I was like, oh my fucking god, what a co-. that was like the one like oh my god, you got me good. <laughs> yeah, like especially when they like setting up beforehand like yeah because they make the sure the other dude change the you made sure the one dude who turned them um was like it's like blue green or whatever he said when i'm like so your mind's like at ease and then as soon as they light them up and they're all red i'm like oh what a gotcha moment like the, the gotcha moment of the series to me i was like it got me good 
Um, so yeah, this is definitely my, my favorite. I'd love to see this as a series. Well, where's this place for you, Karen? And what do you thought? This is this is three for me. This is the. I really like this story overall. I think it does feel super rushed. Um, I'd really love to have had a bit more intrigue and mystery to be like, okay, which of these characters and spend some more time with the Sith characters of as in a more ambiguous setting without realizing that they are, you know, Sith trained and, and they're there to ruin everything. Um, but at the same time, I think having that time would have ruined the payoff of having that, that scene with all of them lining up their lightsabers yeah, at the same time. In, like, yeah. yeah, it would have done that. So I think, yeah, I think having that for this episode's great. If they do go like make a whole series out of this or a book or whatever, having this more spaced out, having you spend more time with the characters, having a bit more time for like the the main um, female lead to kind of build up her life a little bit more beforehand with her father. Um, yeah, I think overall this was great. I thought the even though it kind of made me shake my head a little bit because it kind of falls into the theme of how important lightsabers are for visions in general, but just that end shot of it kind of flipping 180 degrees and showing that the whole asteroid is just a giant lightsaber um in shape with the the light coming out of the bottom of it um i mean i but i do i i keep like every time you bring up the lightsaber thing i'll i put it out there now so i just don't forget to mention it later but i do have a lightsaber take at that for this whole series but it's like specifically ties to a story we haven't talked about yet so right, uh, okay, i'll wait okay. but yes we'll get to it in a second All right. yeah we'll get to it in a second um the but, other thing i was thinking like as just just quickly was just saying that i was like the thing that I think they could do if they did a whole series to make the, the bait and switch work is because you, you make it and just assume that some people watch this, some people haven't. If you were to do a full like anime series, right? Like you could start it with all of the Sith having already killed the Jedi and you could even spend a couple episodes of them pretending to be Jedi and still do the, the reveal. Like I still think it would work if you carried you along with those characters for a few episodes um or, or at least maybe at least one episode like maybe too long you'd begin to feel like it's a bit weird they're not use they're not just you clue you in but i reckon you could get away with like a couple episodes of like them on the journey to the um the jedi the, the tower or whatever they all get the message from yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah even the i appreciate that the pokemon was a gray jedi sorry he looks like a pokemon i don't even think that's a that's a normal race for Star Wars that I've ever seen. I don't recall seeing, yeah. But yeah, it just he looked like a Pokemon. Um, what, Margrave? Y- no, not Margrave. Oh, no, the other the, guy. The guy the who ends who starts as fighting. Sith yeah. because he got overtaken by the dark energy in the area mm. and then had a purple lightsaber um, once the others had been defeated. I think that is that's a cool mark to include the lore of grey jedi and like kind of their position in star wars and more because overall that's something pretty avoided by most of kind of star wars current canon um and i think it just yeah there was lots of interesting characters in this one definitely i also reckon um melgrave or whatever his name was the the dude um yeah yeah, it's like he's important for the bait and switch because they literally have him have these red eyes or whatever so you're like he's a fucking sith obviously look at the red eyes he's a hell gas from kill uh kill zone like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) even like even the um the way the all the jedi are talking when they first meet is in a way that they just all accept instantly they all accept that they're all jedi and then that the potential for the Margrave to actually be Sith or somebody trying to hunt them down and kill them. Um, 
like that mm. immediately from that point in the story you just kind of accept that they're all jedi and you accept that the the character that you're supposed to be suspicious of is this margrave character yeah also this is like the most violent one of these i think yeah that fight like, everyone's getting, everyone gets full on like burn somebody alive right like he like completely burns someone alive. He also chops so Sliced. many people in half. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there was a lot happening in this one. Um. All right. So we got left one left, which is uh, Lop and Oko. Ash, where's this rank for you? What are your thoughts? This is number two of this batch. I think you know. Um. Again, kind of a story we've seen many times before, like the, the like, uh, clan story of like the child that believes they know better. It's like almost, and then to a certain degree, it's like Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> with like the environmental message in like this industrial city. Um, but yeah, and then it's the child that's been adopted that is like the the good child and like who hadn't been appreciated before and that kind of stuff. And the only one that like featured like an alien as like the lead. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was like very like, yeah, a good well-rounded story. Um, you know, good character design, cool, like action sequences. Um, that lightsaber looked pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I think obviously it ends on this downer note that you can't, you kind of hope you get to see more of, like just you want to know how their story continues. Yeah. Um, I love this episode. I thought there was something really Studio Ghibli about this episode, like just all out kind of how the world was designed and the characters. It, going to the point about me being wanting people to do more off the wall stories and more interesting stories, having this the opening of this being about how um the the kind of Lopez um was previously a slave to the Empire and how their life came around and then jumping seven years into the future and building up this resistance and building up um the characters. It, I think it was all really good though. This was yeah definitely my second favourite out of the, the current batch. Um and I think it had the most I almost want to say darker tones to it in terms of character relationships and character kind of conversations you know especially all with the the father figure he his conversation being like look i realize now that i treated you second best throughout your life and i'm sorry for that and then even his melancholy statement when he loses his other eye is like these are <laughs> this is a lot more of a somber kind of natured um aspect to it um but I loved it. Once again, another one that you're like... I think that's probably the one thing to say about this set of show episodes is that probably three of these all have what I think is worthy aspects to be turned into larger series or larger stories going on. Um, yeah, I th this is like my second favourite too. My, I agree with everything everyone said. The thing that stood out to me the most about this one though is I actually feel like it's the most anime of this bunch, or the one I mm, felt like was the most. True. It's yes, like, and it's yeah. not even like a look or anything. It's just the the story, the characters, the themes. You know, like you're saying, like, oh, Final Fantasy Seven, like it's all of that sort of stuff that feels like it's the yeah. most proper anime about it. And the other thing, while I was watching it, it got like I began thinking about that, and then it led to other thoughts, which was the lightsaber stuff, which I sort of sort of 
like came to me while watching this, but I guess like carried forward to all these episodes, which is I began thinking about how we how differently I feel like these Japanese animation studios are treating lightsabers weirdly to the way American directors, writers treat lightsabers in their stuff. Because I, I, when you kind of look at Star Wars, lightsabers are these, like, they're weapons or whatever, but they're, they're, they're kind of, like, treated like guns to a degree where they're, like, they don't want to say, like, there's anything special about them, like, it's about the person who wields them and all this sort of stuff. Um, it's never, like, lightsabers aren't particularly held up as this sort of, like, whoa, there's this, like, great, you know, like, holy thing. But you watch this and lightsabers are treated more like a katana or something would be in an actual samurai film a where family it's like sword yeah. family there is- heirloom like this 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 lightsaber could be created like by a special master who wielded one that's more powerful like it's all that sort of stuff that you don't usually get in star wars which leads to this sort of different angle like between this and everything else the fact that they have this like great family heirloom lightsaber and you know his um her sister's like you can't have that and wield that and all this sort of stuff like these are elements you just don't see in star wars normally but they do fit in rather well it's and they it's yeah almost like this lightsabers are being treated with the same reverence that the force is treated by western writers in many ways like there is a more reverence and spiritual nature about the lightsabers and about you know the kyber crystals don't actually give the color in the ninth jedi it is the 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 emotional energy of the the wielder that gives the lightsaber the color and the length um and you know the lightsabers i guess the star wars lightsabers in general are for the most part they are kind of minimal in design choices they they have their small tweaks of this is why this is this person's and this is how he likes it Whereas there's a lot more cosmetic difference and change to lightsabers in this one. You find lightsabers in the this whole series are more prominent to have cross guards and more prominent to have more katana-like aspects to them and just general more sword kind of aesthetics to them, which I, I really loved and really enjoyed as a whole throughout the series. Yeah, would agree. Um, any final thoughts on this one anyone or any any of the episodes that we've talked about that you thought of but i will shout out um who was it uh anna cathcart voices love who's from to all the boys i ever <laughs> loved young kitty uh and then uh yesaburo is uh paul nekakuchi who does the voice of hanzo in overwatch yeah so, uh, mm-hmm. There's someone else I was gonna. I was, I'll just say I appreciate the Asian like voice acting talent used throughout the series. The English, like I'm sure it would have been easy to. There are a couple of like obviously big name white actors, but you know, I think there's a pr- pretty good amount of Asian representation in this. So good. Seems like it's primarily Asian when you like flip yeah. through it. It's well, like I'd, a handful. I feel like it's higher. You just got like at least one big name white person per episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Does did you do? I've done a. I've done my official yep. ranking. Yeah. Yep. Same. All right. So from bottom to top, Karen, mm-hmm. do all nine sure. episodes. Sure. Uh, I have uh, the twins, 
then the Elder, then Toby, then Tatooine Rhapsody, then the Ninth Jedi, then the Village Bride, Lips and Lip and Oko, uh, Akakiri, and the Jewel is my number one. Ash? Mine is Toby, Akakiri, uh, Twins, uh, Tatooine Rhapsody, The Elder, Lopinoko, The Village Bride, The Ninth Jedi, and The Duel. Coming off last week where there was a lot more, uh, it felt like very similar. I feel like we've got a little bit of variety happening now. Yeah. All right. My number nine, Toby. Number eight, Akakiri. Akakiri. Number seven, Tatooine Rhapsody. Number six, The Village Bride. Number five, The Twins. Number four, The Elder. Number three, Lop and Oko. Number two, The Jewel. And number one, The Knight's Jedi. Yeah. So I feel like ultimately The Jewel would probably still rank the highest, surely. Like an yeah. average, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep. All of us. And and lucky we're getting more of that. That's true. It's I good. pre-ordered that book. Do you, you see they've posted photos of the like cover and the book? I did. So I, I was originally just going to buy it on Kindle, obviously, because that's where I read basically everything most these days. And then I saw it had pretty artwork, and I was like, <laughs> like all right, no, I need the hardcover. I I now I've ordered the the book. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll be getting that one physically because I'm not missing out on that part, which makes sense, I guess, because it's you know it's based on a visual thing. So the, the art so, continues, yeah, but visual uh, artwork, that's yeah. October like thirteenth or fourteenth the release date. So still got a couple weeks, I guess, before that comes out. But yes, I'm excited to get more of the jewel, yep. the Ronan. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where we'll see the continuation of these stories if they're going to be continued anywhere. I do. I, I just I find would... it's it's a really interesting series because you're like, is the idea that they'll do another run of this series and it's a bunch more random so- stories, or are Disney just playing it by ear and now that they've put these out that they could then go back to some of these animation studios and go like look your your series your idea was like super popular we like it too would you like to actually just do a full series for disney plus well it's like like a it's like a taster platter at a pub right you just get your platter of uh, of ales and beers and then after you've done that you then know which ones you like and you just order those ones next time well, I'd like to order some. <laughs> I mean, how do I? <laughs> when I put my order in to get some, you know, well, Lopinoko, mm. the Jewel and Knights Jedi, if I just want to go in my top three, you know, make those into shows. All right. I'll do it for this episode of Holocon Entries. I hope you've enjoyed our two episodes on the series. Um, hopefully, we'll find out more about the show in the future, something like that. Um, that doesn't mean much. It's been a while since we've had like Star Wars stuff. Star Wars is like weirdly dry. It's like you get so much fucking Marvel. I just can't get it. Like we have, we constantly, we constantly have Marvel happening, but we like Star Wars is like on a a bit of a weird spell. My prediction: Mm. Disney Plus Day, they'll Mm -hmm. drop the first episode of Book of Boba Fett. First episode? No. Yeah. Maybe a trailer. Have they filmed it (laughs) all yet? Yeah. 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 So we're getting that this year. We're apparently getting Mandalorian next year. Not the book of Boba Fett's like it's taking over for it, basically. Because um, uh, Pedro Pascal's doing something else. Yeah. Some Never other heard of, Never gaming heard of it. property yeah. by some yeah. temperamental Company. dog. Yeah. The dog, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and we also now, though, uh, what's his face? Gave an update the other day and said they finished filming Cassian, the Andor series. Mm. Um, and and Kenobi's, done. Kenobi's, Kenobi's done. done. Kenobi's done. Kenobi's done. So there's stuff on the way. So that, that'll be good. I don't know. So I don't know when you maybe if they announce a bunch of trailers and stuff, we'll get on here and do like a trailer discussion like we do for Marvel stuff. Maybe I'll do a bonus episode talking about that fucking book when it's out. That could be fun. Either way, stay tuned to Holocon entries for more Star Wars content in the future because it is coming, even if we're a bit of a spell at the moment. But I guess talking about Marvel, if you want to hear us talk about that shit all the time because there's like never ending Marvel <laughs> shit to talk about. Uh, check out all new Marvel casts on explosionout.com and all your podcast services as well. Um, until next one, bye bye.